Hey brother, let's talk about the number one marriage killer that nobody talks about. And before we get to that, first I need to make sure that this even applies to you. So is your marriage dying? And what are the symptoms of your marriage dying? And what I can tell you is there's a whole lot of them. But when you look at your wife and she's losing weight, she's going to the gym, she's wearing cuter clothes, she's getting her nails done when she hasn't in a long time, she's getting her hair done, she's spending a lot of time on her phone, she's locking you out of her phone, she's going out with her friends, she's shutting down, all of these things are symptoms. And when we look at these symptoms, there's actually symptoms that kind of precede those. And the symptoms that precede those are the constant arguing and the constant bickering and she's constantly unhappy and it seems like nothing that you ever do is good enough or right. She's always picking it apart. She's so critical. I've had guys tell me they've been criticized about the way that they chew or eat or swallow or sleep and she just everything about you just seems to be wrong. And what kind of precedes that? is these fights where she will go into seclusion for periods of time. You get into an argument and she wants to lock herself in the bedroom and she's in there for a while and then she comes out and things seem to be okay and what she's really doing is sweeping issues under the rug. Like if these things, any of these things are going on in your marriage, then this video is for you. So what we need to do now is we need to talk about where does all of this start? Where of all this starts is the number one marriage killer that nobody talks about. And what that is, is this constant stress of irritation, this constant stress of disappointment, this constant stress of annoyance, this constant stress of this, this, this friction between the two of you. And if you look at this, it's tiny. We're not talking massage parlors and happy endings and, and, you know, those are some pretty big signs that your marriage is dying from your side. We're not talking about raising your fists and shaking them and yelling at her and screaming in her face. Like all of those things we know are part of the symptoms that we just talked about. But what we're talking about is these tiny little annoyances. Like you're trying to get in the bathroom and she's in your way. And there's just this... <sighs> She's always in my way. And the same thing with her. You can see it in her. And you're in the kitchen and you're trying to cook together and you're always in each other's way. And she wants to do things and the things she wants to do are annoying and irritating and disappointing to you. And you want to do things and those things are annoying and irritating and disappointing to her. This is the number one marriage killer because what this does is it kind of takes the marriage off of the level field that it's on and it puts it on a slippery slope. Because once you get the idea in your head that somebody is a constant annoyance, a constant irritation, a constant disappointment, a constant impediment to the things that you want to do inside your life day to day, moment by moment, hour by hour, what you're going to see is that the energy that you give off and the vibe that you give off is I just don't like you very much. I, you know, I'm saying I love you and I'm acting like a husband and I'm not cheating on you and I'm helping you around the house and I'm trying to help you with the kids. 
But down deep, there's this guttural vibe. There's this low brain, this crocodile brain. There's this amygdala kind of signal that is being given off non-verbally. And I talk about this all the time, the 59 60ths of any interaction. You're giving off this vibe that she's just not that good, that you're just not that into her, that she's not the woman who you would lay down your life for that she thought she married. And, and believe me, brother, she's going to take it personally and much more personally than you. Although if you think about what I'm talking about right now, you know that this is true for you as well. You know when she sees you as a constant source of irritation. You know when she sees you as a constant annoyance and disappointment and impediment to the things that she wants to do and accomplish in her life. And it feels bad. Man, it feels bad. It puts you in stress. It gives you cortisol. It gives you catecholamines. It, it shortens your telomeres. It turns off the genes that cure cancer. I mean, it literally makes you sick from the inside out. And it makes her sick from the inside out. And it is born out of this that all of the other problems start. It is born out of this that she loses interest behind closed doors. And she starts mailing it in in that department and kind of giving you what the obligatory minimum that she needs to give you so that you don't go out and cheat on her. And then as this continues, then we start to see these big fights erupting and we start to see where she's getting scared emotionally. And, and then we go into this cycle, don't we? We go into this build and burn cycle where we're like, we blow up at her and finally we feel better all of this irritation all of this anger all of this annoyance all of this disappointment we got it off our chest and don't we feel so much better in the moment and then we literally see like this garage door come down in front of her face during that conversation as we're as we're feeling good as we're speaking our truth as, as, as we're letting her have it, as we're letting go of all of this pent-up rage and anger and irritation, and as that garage door comes down in front of her face, we know that we just broke something more deeply that may or may not ever heal, that in any case is going to be a week or two before it heals, that she's going to be a shell of herself, that we may as well figure on not getting any of our needs met behind closed doors, at least for a week or two, because we've hurt her deeply or we've scared her deeply and inside of that space, this is where we start taking major steps towards this marriage dying. All of this comes from this number one marriage killer that nobody talks about. It's these all day, every day irritations. So then the question becomes, brother, what do you do about it? Well, what I'm going to tell you is that if you have those symptoms of a dying marriage, if she is getting more fit, losing weight, dressing cuter, and you know it's not for you, if she's taking longer and longer to get the kids back or to get back from taking the kids to school, chances are there's a single dad up there that she wants to look good for that she's hanging around and talking to and flirting with. Or if she's always at the gym and trying to get in the best shape, chances are if she's not happy with you, brother, that she's doing that to attract another man. Maybe she has met him and maybe she hasn't. If you are in a place where your needs are so being strangled behind closed doors and you find yourself tempted to look at pornography or to go to massage parlors or those kinds of things, if your wife is actively threatening about separation or divorce, 
what you should do about it is you should hire a coach because you have a very short window. Women are always six months ahead of what they tell their husband regarding separation and divorce. And if you're seeing these signs, you could get hit any day with an emotional affair, a physical affair, a request for separation, or a, or a request for divorce. You should not pass go or collect $200. You should go directly and hire the coach who you resonate with best so that you can get the help that you need. Because in that moment, everything you do becomes critical. And if you start making big mistakes, it's over. So go get help because right now, if you're watching this video and this resonates, right now what I'm going to tell you is there is time to fix this. We've helped over 2,500 men in your exact spot to fix this. But what if you're not at that point? What if you're just at the point where you found this channel because you're looking at the have-it-all marriage? You're an entrepreneur. You're hitting it out of the park financially. You're providing the life that she wants. And there's just this constant irritation, this constant annoyance, and it's starting to lead to anger and bickering and arguments. Well, what I can tell you, brother, is that you must become accomplished in two things that the Bible tells you to be accomplished at. And those are forgiveness and no judgment. If you can learn to not judge your wife and you can learn to forgive her, in a split second, in a nanosecond, in a thousandths of a second, you can constantly look at her behavior and either forgive it or not judge it or maybe empathize with it and understand that she's just being her. She's just trying to get along. She's just trying to get through this life. Well, what's going to happen is when you bump into each other in the kitchen, you start to look at what's good about bumping into her. How about the fact that she's even there, brother? How about let's just be grateful for the fact that she's there to bump into. She's not sick. She's not in the hospital. She's not dying. She hasn't died. She hasn't left you. Like, she's right there with you. This is the woman who years ago, like, you would have, you would have done anything. Just if she sneezed, you'd be running to get her a box of tissues because you just love her and want to serve her and want her to be comfortable and feel better and feel happy. And then we get into this space where that newness and that novelty wears off. And now she's an irritation and she's an annoyance. And when she literally does have a really bad cold and a bad headache and it's pounding and she asks you for a box of tissues, you're like, get it yourself. And maybe you don't tell her that, but it goes through your head and it's all over your face and it's in the, the nonverbal energy. You know, she's sick and her head is throbbing and, and she can't get out of bed and she needs tissues and she asks for the tissues and what's going through your head? Well, how about when I needed my needs met last week before you were sick and you told me to take care of it myself? How about you take care of this yourself? Dude, if you can just learn to forgive, if you can just learn to not judge, if you can just learn that, yes, she is a broken, fallen sinner and she is going to disappoint you every day of your life. If you have expectations from her, she's going to be an irritation every day of your life. If you expect her to never irritate you, she's going to be an annoyance. She's going to be a source of anger. Man, that's why God put us together. He put us together because he knew those things were going to happen. And it's in this space that we actually get to practice forgiveness and not judging. To, protect, to, to, to project empathy, to project love, to project compassion, to project kindness, 
to love her as Christ loved the church in a way that leads her to love you the same way in return. So look, man, become an expert at forgiveness. Become an expert at letting go. There's all kinds of resources out there. I'm going to continue to make resources, and there's other resources out there. Use those resources. Stop this problem before it starts. I'm talking about this number one marriage killer that nobody talks about because I'm on a mission to have a marriage that ministers to the masses, which I believe God gave me himself. And I'll tell you, man, after 20 years of coaching men, this is the one common denominator. Learn how to let go. Learn how to forgive. Learn how to be grateful and not look at your wife as an irritation or an annoyance or a source of anger or a disappointment or an impediment to your life, but as the gift from God who she is. Do that, man, and you'll never need to hire a coach like me to help you to win your wife back in eight weeks or less. So for now, brother, I'm just going to pray for you, and I'm going to say, Father, in the name of Jesus, for every man who is watching this video, I pray your discernment, I pray that you send your Holy Spirit, and that the Holy Spirit teaches him how to forgive, teaches him how to let go, teaches him how to replace the irritation and the annoyance and the anger and the disappointment with the gratitude for the gift of this incredible woman who you have given him, so that he does not experience this number one marriage killer that nobody but apparently I seem to be talking about. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord. Amen. My brother, go forgive her. Go forgive her. Go accept her for who she is, for all her faults, for all her problems, for all her sins. Love her. That doesn't mean encourage her sins. It doesn't mean pat her on the back for her sins. So forgive your wife, man. Let those things go. And what you're going to find is you're going you're gonna to massively improve your marriage. So this has been another chapter from the book of Bob. And until the next video, I'll see you on the other side.